Welcome to the Orion Sportscast Podcast, the most refreshing analysis, insight, and opinions in the world of sports. Here are your hosts, Josh Egan and Brandon Waterhouse. Sportscast Podcast, the most refreshing analysis, insight, and opinions in the world of sports. Here are your hosts, Josh Egan and Brandon Waterhouse. We had James Harden play his first game with the Brooklyn Nets this weekend. Uh, Brandon, you're a basketball guy. Tell us about that. I watched that. Uh, it was great. I love that because it started so early. It was kind of, I think it was a five or six o'clock. It was six o'clock start. So you could watch it before you had to double screen, which is something I do. I like to watch multiple games at once. But um, even if there was good multiple games to watch at once, uh, this was the one to have your eyes on. Um, I want to just mention something that I'm into. James Harden came out with a new sneaker two weeks ago in colorways that he wore in those pictures that perfectly matched the Brooklyn Nets colors. And it was kind of funny for me to look back on because I'm in his shoes. I follow the page and the page is something that you wouldn't have seen, but I will go back and find it for you. And I'll point out when the shoes drop and when they release in the colorway and the colorway don't match the rockets and they are perfectly in sync. And this was two weeks ago. Right. And I don't even know if, because did you guys hear about how close the Philadelphia deal was to happening? Yeah. We should talk yeah. about that. Definitely. Ben right? Simmons got a phone call from his agent. It was that close. Yeah. 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 yeah so could you imagine I mean, Harden really didn't want to go anywhere else but um, Brooklyn. But I also want to mention that I think uh, one of the – I think it was the former GM of the Rockets is now the GM of the Sixers. Yeah, they were. Um, exactly. So I think that I was listening to someone and they said that they didn't want to let Harden go over there to yeah, so- that type of situation. That They felt it was unfair to give him right away, like that easy up for him. And uh, but obviously I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, just to give it some background, the Houston Rockets owner, which most basketball owners, is very hands-on. So for him, he fired D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni, which is the coach of the Rockets and the GM, and they all went. But Daryl Morey, the Brooklyn Nets, where Harden is now, he's the assistant coach on the Nets. Mike exactly. D'Antoni. So the two Houston connections were those two places. Uh, then the Rockets uh, owner was basically like, "Okay, yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm not giving my best player to people I fired." Because, like, as yeah. a junior owner, I assume that hurts your confidence. But, like, that's kind of uh, – I don't know. That's, that's right. Anyways, because I personally think they should have taken the 76ers deal because they got Victor Oladipo and a bunch of picks. But Ben Simmons is better than anybody your draft or anybody. So, I'll, I would have got Ben Simmons and built my franchise around him for the next <laughs> 10 years. Okay. That's interesting. Josh, did you see the three-pointer Ben Simmons made that I sent you the other night? Oh, wait. It fell Dude, short. I oh, fell he hit a three early on. It's coming. I started I watching think... that video, Brandon, and I was like, oh, is this going in? Because the caption. Like, you're so... I was so hopeful, too. The caption was so convincing. Like, you know where he's wide open. And then I was like, I'd be oh. sagging off. I'd be sagging off of Ben Simmons in 2K when I play today. I'd be like, this guy can't have it. I'm going to give him a shot from like uh, my defenders playing in the paint. But um, I don't disagree that you can't run a great team around Ben Simmons. I don't want to contrary your point, Matt. I think that he can be the focal point of a passing and aggressive running offense, of course, mid-range laying up. That's what he does. That's what they've done. They almost beat the Raptors, right? Would have gone on game seven. Who knows, right? That was a team that year. That was a big team with JJ Redick. And um, there's still a bunch of guys that left that team. But um, in terms of the value, I want to, everything that was let out 
that we also learned after a physical that wouldn't have even been done if a trade wouldn't have happened that found Karis LeVert had like a, a lump or uh, some sort of disformity within his body. I don't know if it, what it, what it exactly was. I don't know if you guys have more information on that, but I think now he's out for, you know, a substantial amount of time. Uh, they also got that also considered a, an, an additional second round pick they got for a failed or a, you know what I mean? So because yeah. of a, contemplated complicated uh exam they gave him a second round pick but i feel bad for the pacers because now they have to wait a little bit extra to show what they have yeah that's a shame about that oh my god back to the point that a uh, harden and a kd though right we got a little high sidetrack uh harden harden had a great triple he had a triple double in his first game with the nets we have to mention that and it was 30 plus points uh kd silently dropped 42 which was just what kd does and i think the great part about the brooklyn nets is that Kyrie, whatever, we won't mention Kyrie. Harden can do whatever he wants, and religiously, Kevin Durant will put up 30. It's not like he has to be the focal point of the offense. So you put the ball in so many different hands, you know, and now we're going to start seeing guys off the bench because of Allen, Prince. Some of those guys are, are gone now. So we're seeing guys that you never heard of before come off the bench and make plays, and, you know, you're going to see guys in bigger positions like DeAndre Jordan, which is kind of an aging name, but – um. The Nets are, are they're in that top four teams of the league now. I'm going to send you a picture, I think, today. I think the four teams that me and my friends predicted, the Lakers, the Bucks, the Nets, and the uh, Clippers are all in the top four uh, right now. So that's where we're looking at. Uh, that's where I believe the league's going still. Uh, Kyrie, of note, said he's out for today, and that's the seventh game in a row. What do you guys have to say about this? I just, oh, want, I also, add, yeah. I just, want, I just want to ask Matt a question, because he said he would build a team around Ben Simmons, and I'm backtracking a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I think the issue with Ben Simmons is, and I'm not a biggest basketball fan as you guys clearly, but he's not one of those names. Like Brandon, you just named top four teams that you said the LA Lakers. Who's who's the superstar from there? Well, LeBron James, Milwaukee James. Bucks. You know they have a Giannis. superstar. Clippers, Kawhi and Paul George, and then the Nets. Now they have uh, two or three superstars there. Yeah, you, you think you think of Ben Simmons, you're like, eh. right? Like it's. Maybe that's why the trade wasn't made. And I don't know. He just kind of seems like he's a tier below that and you can't really build a team around him. And I think that's what, you know, that's what kind of, that, that's what plagues teams in the NBA because you have those great superstars and then you have teams. There's such a narrative around his jump shot, like such a narrative. Yeah. And like you try to build teams around mediocre. I'm not saying he's mediocre, but he's above average. <laughs> He's not at that next level yet, from what I understand. I could be wrong there, but he just doesn't. I would seem agree to be with you, the, man. He I mean, doesn't seem to be on the. I would disagree completely with what you guys. Do. <laughs> of course you would. Are you, are you related to Ben Simmons or something, man? You, no, but I'll, let me just explain. Give me the floor for like two minutes, and I'll explain. We're looking at at the perspective of teams winning, and then when you guys mentioned Giannis, James Harden, all those guys are signing big max max contracts and didn't go to free agency or they built teams. Ben Simmons, twenty three. He's 23, and you guys comparing him to 27-year-olds, 20-year-olds who have been in the league and been in the playoffs God knows how much. He was injured his first year. He had to go through fiasco after fiasco. Joel Embiid didn't play anything. So I just think Ben Simmons has been on his own so much that as soon as you threw him in the league, you threw him in the deep end, you made him do all the type of stuff, and he never had time to develop his game. Like, you look at LeBron, the first seven years he was at Cleveland, they let him do whatever he wants. Kawhi came up with Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, all these legends. Giannis, first couple years in Milwaukee, was nothing like this. He wasn't an all-star until, like, his fourth year. So I'm saying it takes so much time to be these good players that you see. No, Ben Simmons won't score like Kevin Durant, but he, he still was rookie of the year, right. all-star, 
first team defense. So I'm okay, saying. So, okay. So contrary, I love it. I just love the fact that you mentioned Giannis. Giannis, great, uh, great uh, similarities. But Giannis didn't win the rookie of the year, or he didn't have any of this like potential, the early potential from Ben Simmons. Like, was he not the first overall draft pick and you got the rookie of the year? Exactly. Now so you're proving my <laughs> point, in my opinion, because you're actually saying, yeah, Ben Simmons more hype and he was supposed to do all these things. And I'm saying when you look at it, his full year, Philly, he took Philly to the playoffs. So I'm saying put him with shooters. Philly had no shooters. They kept trying to get Jimmy Butler. They didn't like pay or keep JJ Redick. They tried to finally get Danny Green and Seth Curry. Because I personally think if Ben Simmons gets more of a shot, people say it all the time, he could be the next LeBron. When you're 6'8", 6'9", you pass like that and you have those handles, I should build a team around you. And I would argue that Philly has not done a good job doing that. But he's I a defensive player of the year candidate, too. I don't I don't even think he's the best player out of his level, though, right? Like, he got Zion, who just came in. Uh, you got Luka Doncic, who's clearly a better player than him. You know, you got a bunch of these players who are under 25 who are great. You get Trey Young over with the Hawks, Brandon Ingram. You got a bunch of these players. Jamal Murray. And Simmons is better know? than half the guys you just listed. <laughs> but that's your opinion, right? Like I, I no, just, but I like it's actually a fact. I think Luka's past, past Ben Simmons for sure. That's only that's one it. guy, but Trey Young is not. Zion All is. these other guys. Zion is not. Yes, and you is. mentioned Zion and Brandon Ingram. They play on the same team, Josh. Yeah. So it's different. Put Ben different? Simmons, what I'm saying is you take him to Houston, you build a but, team around him, and he could be like the guys you just mentioned. Luka Doncic, as soon as he got there, Dallas did whatever he wanted. They gave him the ball. They let him cook. You, They don't adapt to Ben Simmons whatsoever. So I'm saying – Yeah. It's So I'm saying if you put him to Houston, if I was Ben Simmons – I'm going to Houston. There's no state tax. I'm gonna be make more money, and plus they're build a team around me. They have guys with John Wall. They have other guys who would help my game more than what Philly's done. Because I personally think everyone talks about the Raptors, like you guys mentioned, they were one shot away from losing to Ben Simmons. So I don't understand this narrative to where he sucks. Like, yeah, it's fun to make I, fun I, of the shooting. I never said he sucks. Yeah, you did. No, I said he Roll wasn't. Go back to film. When you're editing. I don't know. I, I think John said he wasn't as, I think he wasn't on the same tier as some of the all-stars. I don't know. I, said, I, heard him. I said he wasn't an all-star tier. Like, if you were to put tiers in but the NBA. But he's been an all-star the last four. Okay, so in my opinion, there's five types of players in the NBA. Say a five out of five is a franchise player, LeBron. A four out of five is an all-star. A three out of five is just an average player. Ben Simmons is a four out of five. Okay, but he's not a five out of five, and that's who you need to build. The but team there's around. only eight guys that are five out of fives, and I'm saying he hey, could well, that be. Sucks. No, but he okay, he could be in five years. That's what I'm saying. He's proven that he has a trajectory to get where these other guys are, and he's still only 23. Yeah, but he's not. There. You said there's eight guys in the league. Eight guys who are top tier players. That's probably about. Right. There are five out of five. That's fair. Yeah, I th- I, that sounds about right. Probably you could probably get between eight to ten, depending on opinion. Yeah. So we got so we got Kawhi, LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Davis, yeah. Harden, yeah, Giannis, yeah, KD, yeah, exactly. You're done. Curry, Curry, yeah, yeah. seven. Um, yeah. that's it. Do you put Doncic in there or no? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I put Doncic five out of five. Okay, yeah, he could, even if he's there, it's still the same. It doesn't matter. There's so I'm saying, why on earth would you not want Ben Simmons in that package if you're Houston? Because he is in that tier. Victor Aladipo has not played a game for years. So why would I build my team around him in draft picks when I could have a four-star player right from He's the He's been game? an all-star already, too, has he not? Yeah. One. One. Oladipo. 
Oladipo's he been an all star. But then he's been yeah. hurt for the last two years. Right. Right. But he's been I think he's I think he's healthy to play this year, is he not? He's is he come and go. You never know what yeah, yeah. but I Ben Simmons is a better player than him, regardless. Oh, do you think Damian Lillard Lillard's a five out of five player? No. Uh no. No. Mm. Where's he gone in the playoffs? I think he's nowhere. He, he carries that team, right? Like, he's close. He's in the conversation. Yeah, but so is Ben Simmons. They do the same thing. What about Joel Embiid, though? Like, if, No, like, he's like, injured way too much. A 5 yeah, five guy should be a Hall of Famer, is what I'm trying to say. And just to switch it to hockey, the 5 out of 5, it's oh, Matthews, yeah. McKinnon, Eichel, McDavid. When they show up, Eichel is not different. a 5 out of 5. What? Eichel, Eichel is not a 5 out of 5. He has not come to <laughs> once. That is bullshit what you just said. We don't have to get into that, but you know what I'm trying <laughs> no, to we're say. Getting it, we're getting into that later. Oh, I'm so mad you just said that. Josh, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Why no, is he not no, no, five no, no. five? No, we're on the NBA right now. We're on the NBA. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll remember. I'll remember. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So uh, back to the recent season of the NBA. So the Harden deal, and they win, and they win easily. They play again tonight. Um, I don't have to spend too much time on the NBA. There's a lot of things going on. Um, okay, hang on, sorry. What are, what are we talking about? Games being played. We went from James Harden's debut to this. That's uh yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to get us back on track. Not that I don't want to continue, but Josh said he has some things he wants to wait on. Does you guys have anything else on the NBA you'd like to know? Uh, yeah, I uh, I think we I remember saying a couple of shows in a row here that the Raptors are just a couple wins from looking okay, and they get two wins in a row. They play again tonight. Um, how are we feeling about the Raptors now? They're kind of on a little bit of a I'm not going to call it a hot streak, but they're definitely warming up. Right, like they had two two close losses uh, against the Warriors and the, was it the Trailblazers, and then you know that was those they were played. one bucket games. Yeah. Now now they got two wins in a row. Um, are we yeah. feeling a little bit better about how they're doing? Like, what do you yeah. think? It's a big matchup. I just want to mention against the Mavericks, so I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, that's that's a matchup. What do you for think? Them, Matt, what do you think? Do you think that uh, the Raptors can win? Do you think they can go 500 above 500 in the next two weeks? Yeah, Matt thinks that because he thinks Pascal Siakam's a five-star player. I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, you're putting words in my mouth. You're mocking my rating system. I am. Okay, well, Josh, if you were a basketball hawk, you'd be like a minus five stars. So, yeah. That's fine. Bench, <laughs> bench players make eight million. I'd be fine with that. Okay. All right, so what about the Raptors, Matt? Tell us about it. Um... Yeah, I think losing a Bakker hurt them more. They got uh, they have no center depth whatsoever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Nurse was. I think I sent you something that he's kind of putting a little bit of a timestamp on uh, Aaron Baines's time in terms of production. He said, uh, "Yeah, he has to show what he's worth to be played, right?" And that could be a flip. I'm not sure that yeah. going. I mean, I think he's worth less now than he was in the acquisition. Does that make sense? I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, he definitely hasn't yeah. lived up to his potential. And I hear a lot of people saying rebuild for the Raptors, don't re-sign Lowry and do all this stuff. But I think it's kind of too – it's too early to tell to blow it up, trade Siakam. Like, I actually don't personally know. And you have to remember, just think about what this team's been through. Every year they lose more and more of the top guys that got them the championship. So not – like, they should obviously be better than what they are. But, like, they can't play in Toronto. They're in Tampa. So – just to say, like, I think going from Toronto winters to Tampa winters are pretty different. So maybe they're not focused on basketball. Just want to put that out there. Well, Matt, you said something interesting there about blowing it up. And you might be familiar with the saying in hockey that you don't really know where you're at until about the Thanksgiving break. 
And the NBA and the NHL kind of have the same schedule. Obviously, you can't base it off, off Thanksgiving, but you can base it off the same number of games. You just got to adjust because instead of 82, they're playing 72. So how much longer do the Raptors need to wait? Like, is it another 10 games before they can, you know, kind of see where they're trending? Um, because you kind of got to, you got to put a timeline on it, right? Like you're either in or you're out. And you can usually tell every season, every season is a business, is a business, like every season, yeah. no matter what the length is, is a business opportunity. Right. And I mean, although it's side, I mean, I should go definitely go to Matt's opinion, but I'll just say my quick one real quick. I think 15 games for a 56 game season is more than adequate enough if you are doing really poorly. So I read an article on it uh, that did an adjustment for it. And it said 18 to 19 games, depending on your schedule. So I don't know how close they well, are to that, but. 18 and 19 seems like the, the cutoff for when the Raptors need to make a decision what they are. Well, I think we should break it down more and say, what does this actually mean? So if you're the Raptors and you want to go to rebuild, you have Kyle Lowry on an expiring contract. So it's crazy to say this, but your first move in admitting we suck would be trading the heart and soul of your franchise. So I which, think, which I don't think you would do just for the fan base. I don't think they would do that. But would you – I but I would, but I don't think they would. So would you just let them walk in free agency? Because that's what got our franchise in this position with letting Kawhi, yeah. Danny Green, Abak, and everybody walk. So if you go to Lowry and tell him the truth, I would say sign an extension and be a part of this – maybe not rebuild, but this downslide where we try to develop and make something else, let Van Vliet play more, see I can see what we got, or give us a two-team list that you want to go to at the deadline. Yeah, and I think I think the question you have to ask before even you ask that question is what the hell is Masai doing next year? Because he hasn't re-signed either. He's re-signed everybody else, but Masai hasn't signed an extension. He's done after the season. Well, oh, yeah, all right. that's more of like a higher up decision because like you but know, it, like but it does it does affect the team, right? Because he it put does, that, but I he's he been offered so together. many good quality jobs in the NBA the last few years with like the Knicks. I think even like USA basketball is offered. It's like he's been offered so much stuff. So I personally think if he was going to leave or do something drastic, he probably would have done it. Because when you look at the top franchises, there's not a lot of jobs that are available. You know right. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But it's in the direction of the Raptors, I mean, I, uh, a, a thing about this year that changes too is if you finish ninth or 10th, you still do get to play into the playoffs, right? Like you're not out just yet. You have a play-in series. So that could be something they're targeting. Can they finish, you know, 10th or higher? I think they can. Uh, they just kind of got an uphill battle here because they're not even at 500 yet. And you might be able to get into a play-in game with a lower than 500 record, but it's going to be something that's like 480, 470 instead of, you know, like I don't think their season's fully done yet, um, that it is an uphill battle for sure. I don't know where you guys fall on the side of that, but. For the Raptors, it's definitely an uphill battle. And I think it doesn't help that the Toronto sports culture and the fan bases and what media gets pushed through. You know, I think the fact, I think manifestation is a big thing. Like, even if it's not from inner management, like if a random fan tweets something, like sometimes it gains traction. And then, you know, sometimes it makes its way out in the public and people ask, oh, do you think this is a realistic trade or option? Or do you think the Raptors are actually going downwards? So. I think if there's a realistic plan made up for the where the Raptors fall in the place and maybe how they can get a top five pick, I don't think it's worth it for a top 10 pick, right? Like that's just like a waste of a season without anything going forward. You're kind of losing out on big things in the free agency already without Harden and Giannis that you thought was might have happening. 
But uh, you look forward. I think you're keeping a close eye on Kawhi Leonard. Not that he might come back, but those type of free agencies are the highest this year, right? So, you know, who um, who the next player is for the Raptors, sorry, is, uh, I mean, I can't remember a time where we drafted a, a, a sought-after center and we build around, you know, the five position or anything like that. So, you know, we have our guard, right? We have our side players. We have Ananobi. We have our guys around him. But we have Shaky. I mean, Chris Boucher. I didn't know he was fucking 28, 27. Like, I thought he was 21 when I, like, heard of how young he was. But that guy is fucking way older and almost out of his kind of situation with the Raptors. I think he's been put into a six-man talk this year. That guy could find some money. Who cares? I like him. I hope he can stay a Raptor. But he's really developing into a, into a shooter, a good player. I was about to say a good hockey player. But, no, a very, very, very good uh, basketball player. But, um in terms of like building around him as a centerman, I mean, you still see um, centerman, you still see Baines get some minutes and they're trying to fit in. Uh, I haven't seen Bremby. Has, has Bremby, whatever his name is, has he been injured? DeAndre Brem, Bremby. Yeah. He was one of the new guys that came in that, from the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know what position he plays, but there's a lot of question marks in the Toronto Raptors uh, lineup. And I think, I call it a little bit of the Harden situation. Maybe in the next two weeks is a pretty aggressive number, but maybe we'll see something with Aaron Baines too. Maybe we'll see. All right. So I think that wraps up our NBA talk. Yo, Josh, one second, eh? I'll be right back. All right. Just keep going. No, no, just we're, we're recording. Gonna, we're going to take a quick pause. <laughs> 